Good morning, everyone. Welcome. Welcome to Goshen College and to our convocation this morning that also marks the beginning of homecoming weekend. We're so glad so many of you are here. Alumni, students, faculty, our award recipients, and their families. It's really a special and large weekend, although I don't know if the students all know this, it's homecoming weekend and many people have really looked forward to coming back to Goshen. I hear that from a lot of people. So you might want to leave sometimes, but they're eager to return. <laughs> and the weekend is full of all kinds of activities, so I hope you're able to find a schedule on some of the doors or a culture, there's a, a program around about the uh, schedule at a glance that shows you the whole weekend. One thing in particular I hope you don't miss is Gadfly, which is a special production brought here to Goshen College, and it is a story based on real-life events here at Goshen College. I also want to just quickly introduce the alumni board who had been here for two days for meetings. If they could just stand. The Alumni Board has the pleasure of choosing the award recipients each year, and it is not an easy choice. But we are so glad to be able to introduce to you some alumni that have lived, worked, and served in a way that really reflects Goshen College's core values as well as our motto, Culture for Service. Peter F. Scott, President of the Board, is going to give you a little bit of background to that award, and then President Brenneman will be introducing our award recipients this year. Good morning. The Cultures for Service Award was established by the Goshen College Alumni Association to honor and recognize the achievements of Goshen College alumni who exemplify the college motto, Culture for Service and who live out the core values of the college. What you learn here, what you become here, the seeds of ideas and understandings that are sown here will live and grow in you long after you leave this place. For every award we hand out, there are so many others doing important work helping shape and form the culture they find themselves in, serving others in small and large ways, powerful ways, with the potential to transform. They are 25-year-olds and they are 95-year-olds. They reside all over the world, and in big and little ways, they exemplify culture for service. What we do today is a testament to all of them and to these two recipients, especially. I now invite President Brenneman to come introduce this year's recipients. Thank you, Peter. Um, I wish you would have only brought along your fellow GC grad and squendling brother, Greg Walding, Wendling. Uh, they came a couple of years ago to Homecoming Weekend with their wonderful comedy sketches. 
I mean, where else do you get two uh, comedians who spent four years on WGCS making people laugh, a radio show here at Goshen College? Where do you get an ordained minister and a graduate of the Second City Comedy Club in Chicago, a filmmaker, stay-at-home dad, and some very funny sketches than in these two GC grads? And uh, go check out squendling.com and be sure to book them. Uh, you'll, you'll get a good laugh out of the experience, I'm sure. Thank you, Peter, for your service on the alumni board and serving as its chair. And now it's my distinct honor for me to introduce some remarkable people who embody the motto, Culture for Service. Tony Brown and Arden Shank. And I invite you to come up at this point. Tony. Tony, as a community, we've witnessed your commitment to building peace throughout the world. Today, we take this opportunity to celebrate your contributions as teacher, counselor, artist, and peacemaker. In selecting you for this award, we're grateful for how you embody the Goshen College motto and, moved by your, and are moved by your enduring commitment to bring healing to those around you both near and far. Your creative ability to share peace is exemplified in your many concerts and speaking tours all over the world. Through your formation of, of the Piecing It Together Foundation and your recent tribute to Paul Robeson in I Go On Singing, you lead by example. You're a great storyteller in word and song and inspire each of us to use our own gifts and talents, talents to create a better world. Your insights have impacted numerous lives and your music has served as a bridge of peace between peoples and cultures all over the world. You're one of the most hopeful people I know, never letting hope die, always inviting us to share such hope with others. I particularly enjoy your Facebook page, which almost always highlights some quote, some photo, some word of encouragement that relentlessly sows seeds of compassionate peacemaking. Thank you for your contribution to co-cultivating our culture for service. And so on behalf of Goshen College, I'm pleased to present to you the Culture for Service Award for 2013. Thank you. Arden Shank, class of 74, since you left Goshen College, you have had a hand in shaping communities near and far in our own city of Goshen and in, in southern Florida, Miami, Florida, and surely many other places along the way. Your commitment to creating healthy, thriving communities for all residents is obvious from your time at Mennonite Mission Network, your work as Go your work at Goshen's La Casa Incorporated, the roles that you played in establishing both Habitat for Humanity in the Elkhart area and also Maple City Healthcare Center, and your current work as the president of Neighborhood Housing Services of South Florida. Your sister Ruth accurately describes you, now this is great when you get your sister to 
say nice things about you. She describes you rightly as someone who lives out the words of the prophet Micah, verse 6, 8. You do justice, you love kindness, and you walk humbly with your God. We're proud to call you our very own. A minister, a leader in the community development, professor of peace and justice, a provider of health care to those who are sick, homes to those who are homeless, one who embodies the core value global citizen in your ecumenical and intercultural work across the country. Compassion, it's clear, is a lifelong obsession for you. I remember with fondness making the 1,300-mile journey from Goshen College back to Florida my first year with Mary Beth, your wife, your future wife, I would have been at that point, a senior at the point, and then her sister Wendy, who was in my class as well. Fond memories of those days. And I understand you drove, when you got engaged, you drove those 1,300 miles several times throughout the year to get back to see Mary Beth without stopping. Lots of coffee in between. Your life since college is an example to all Goshen College students and alumni of how a person can use his gifts and education to bring healing and peace to our world. Thank you for being an example for all of us, for being a co-creator in our culture for service. So on behalf of Goshen College, I am pleased to present you the Culture for Service Award for 2013. Tim DeMont, athletic director, will be discussing a little bit about the background of the Champions of Character Awards, and then President Brenneman will again um, introduce them. So, Tim. Good morning. It is my uh, privilege to represent the uh, Maple Leaf Athletic Club board as we present these uh, awards. The Maple Leaf Athletic Club Champions of Character Award are named in honor of two pioneers in intercollegiate athletics here at Goshen College, uh, Dr. Ruth Gundon and Dr. Roman Gingrich. Uh, we are privileged to have Dr. Ruth Gundon and uh, Roman Gingrich's daughters, June, Carolyn, and Sarah with us this morning, and I invite them to stand. These awards were created to recognize Goshen College student-athletes who have gone on to exemplify the NAI's Champions of Character core values, integrity, respect, sportsmanship, responsibility, and servant leadership. At this time, I ask our 2013 honorees, uh, Linda Hollinger-Jansen and Faye Litweiler, in honor of her late husband, Fred Litweiler, to join me on stage as President Brenneman makes the presentation. Linda, class of 78, your commitment to serve the health needs of people of the Congo and Benin through Mennonite Central Committee and the Mennonite Board of Missions exemplifies your heart of servant leadership and serving Christ through serving others. Your commitment in international training and health care, your French language proficiency, and your tenacious care for others are, is an exemplary exemplary role model for all of us at Goshen College. 
Your current role as a writer for Mennonite Mission Network continues to give voice to your abiding respect and advocacy for other cultures. You represent all that we desire of our graduates serving as a role model for current Maple Leaf student athletes. For your longstanding embodiment of the core values of Goshen College and the NAIA's Champions of Character Commitments, I'm honored on behalf of the Maple Leafs Athletic Club Board and Goshen College to present you with the Dr. Ruth Gundon Champion of Character Award for 2013. Congratulations. Fred Litweiler, who's class of 62, he died this past June of this year, and I just learned this morning that uh, he had on, on his bucket list to uh, live long enough to celebrate his 50th anniversary with his wife, Faye, who is here today, and he did do that. And he did know that we were going to present this award to him, and we're sad that he isn't here in person to receive this uh, award. After 11 years struggle with multiple myeloma, he passed away in June. In attending his memorial service, I was deeply moved by his abiding and lifelong friendships, his love of family, his relentless pursuit of biking, right to the very end of his life. Fred's passing has left a deep void in the life of our community that is not easily filled, but his legacy does offer some wonderful memories of a life well lived. Accepting the award for him today is Faye, his wife of 50 years, as I said. She too is a class, a GC grad class of 63. Fred had a deep commitment to serve students. From his early days as teacher and counselor at Millersburg Junior High and Westview High School, to his roles as coach, athletic director, teacher, SST leader and career counselor at Heston College and Goshen College, he, imbi he embodied the Goshen College motto. He left a legacy that we desire of all of our graduates and serves as a model for current and future Maple Leaf student athletes to emulate. For Fred's long-standing embodiment of the Goshen College core values and the NAIA's champions of character commitments, I'm honored on behalf of the Maple Leafs Athletic Club Board and Goshen College to present to you, Faye, in Fred's honor, the Dr. Roman Gingrich Champion of Character Award for 2013. And now it is my pleasure to reintroduce Tony Brown, who will be speaking and presenting to you. I'd also like to mention that Arden Shank will be speaking at the alumni breakfast tomorrow morning and the Champions of Character at a reception at 1 o'clock on Saturday. Tony. Thank you very much. Thank you. Stony the road we trod, bitter the chastening rod felt in the days when hope, unborn, had died. Yet with a steady beat, had not our weary feet come to the place for which our people sighed, we have come.
over a way that with tears have been watered. We have come, treading our path through the blood of the slaughtered. Out from the gloomy past, till now, we stand at last, where the bright gleam of our bright star is cast. In one verse of prose, taken from the Black National Anthem, Lift Every Voice and Sing, written in 1899, James Weldon Johnson has eloquently captured the essence of the African-American experience. Situated in the grand African-American narrative are so many stories, stories of suffering, despair, hope, and triumph. Still, we persevere with dedication and an unrelenting quest to win freedom, civil rights, and equality. My story is but one among many. My DNA originates in the African country of Angola, and in that DNA lies the emotional wounds and joys of my people who survived the Middle Passage landing in the Americas. The dignity and grace with which my forebearers conducted themselves gives me a profound sense of pride, marvel, respect for their work at making this country a better place. Their strength and fortitude, which allowed them to resist and survive the horrors of slavery, has also given me strength of character and a rich cultural legacy on which to shape and live my life. In the late 1800s, when my grandfather, Henry Smith, was a child, he left his family and spent the night with his grandmother, Grandma Catherine, who was born into slavery and when she arrived on this earth in 1849. She lived to be 103 and intersected with me in the early part of my life. When my grandfather woke the next morning, he learned that his parents had been burned to death from a fire in their home set by the Ku Klux Klan in Greene County, Georgia. Had he not gone with his grandmother, Catherine, I would not be here today to tell this story and to receive this award. Sadly, there was no justice for my family who lost their loved ones so tragically. Such stories had a profound impact on my socialization, and my parents courageously taught us to rely on God and to do unto others as we wanted them to do to us. This was a central element in my upbringing. My parents and other adults in the church guided me and helped me to understand that my life was important and that I was here on this earth to make some kind of difference. The belief they had in me and the confidence I derived from their affirmation of me was enough for me to withstand any negative assaults from the privileged in the dominant culture whose distorted thinking led them to believe that they had something to gain by their attempts to subordinate me. I learned early in life from my parents that the attempts of others to subordinate me only demeaned them and was but a reflection of their own victimization having been raised in this racialized culture. Indeed, the grand American narrative regarding race has negatively impacted us all. 
I was born in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, and the first eight years of my life were spent in the heart of the African-American community. When I was eight years of age, my family moved to a rural setting, buying a 10-acre farm some 40 minutes outside of the city. And that move began a widening of my experience, transitioning from an urban to a rural setting. And now I was in school with Italians and Poles and Irish and Germans. And while it was not always easy to be in this setting as one of a very few African-Americans, the experience gave me and my brothers and sisters an acute awareness of our difference and an education that would serve us well. Being on the younger end of my family, I relied on my siblings and they helped me navigate my new surroundings. At 16 years of age, I started my junior year at Central Christian High School in the Mennonite community of Kidron, Ohio. And there I learned about the 16th century Anabaptists who suffered and died for their faith. I made a visceral connection to their suffering and had a deep respect for their unrelenting commitment to their Christian faith. Simultaneous to learning about the 16th century Anabaptists, I watched on television how African-Americans and other kindred friends in their nonviolent resistance during the civil rights movement in the 60s worked to end the long-standing social and economic marginalization of the African-American. Watching that dramatic story unfold before my very eyes was at once frightening and liberating. The strength of character, the determination, the persistence, the commitment to justice moved and challenged me. What was happening was personal. It was my story. It was empowering to watch this multiracial movement gain momentum and political influence in this country. I reflect on it now as perhaps the most humanizing time of the 20th century. We sorely need that fervor for justice today. My formative years of life in the African-American community made it easy for me to identify with Anabaptist theology, or the centrality of Jesus, Christian discipleship, and living in community were emphasized. This was how I had been raised. I had not known privilege related to my race as African-Americans continued to experience the heavy hand of racism and discrimination. And despite considerable progress made, we continue to experience it even today. This gave me a sensitivity to and a psychological affiliation with the struggles of others and deepened my understanding of the difficulties and challenges we face as a human community. I came to Goshen College as a transfer student from Heston College. By then, my story included four years of Mennonite life and culture. I attended college here from 1969 to 1971. I believe in the African proverb that it takes a village to raise a child, and the mentors who I met here became a part of my village. In my personal development, with the aid of some of the faculty as well as my peers, I gained an understanding of Jesus as peacemaker and servant and came to understand that if I was to follow Christ in life, 
I had to say no to militarism, to war, and to nationalism. The kingdom which I was a member was the kingdom of God, and my allegiance to kingdom values provided the framework for my life. Another important lesson learned here was my understanding of myself as global citizen. My SST experience where I learned another language and developed intimate relationships with people from another part of the world helped me to understand that despite the differences of race, culture, and nationality, there was a profound oneness between me and those of other backgrounds. That discovery was huge as my worldview was beginning to shift and as I was beginning to see myself as a part of a larger community. While there is not time to mention the many who influenced me, I do want to take a moment to recognize a few of them. Badawe Khadr is a Palestinian born in Jerusalem. When I arrived at Goshen College and went to the fourth floor of Yoder Hall to deposit my things in my room, I met my roommate, Badawe Khadr. That friendship impacted me profoundly. He insisted that I join the International Student Club, and after his many, many, many <laughs> attempts to get me to join, I, I did. Uh, <laughs> there I was exposed to students from around the world, learning the songs, eating the food, and finding our common humanity was so rich and valuable for me. Bartaway and his wife Joy and their children uh, have, uh, we have continued that relationship and they've become a part of my life and a part of my family. Everett Thomas, my roommate during my senior year, we were uh, in the same singing group. We toured a few times, representing close Goshen College out in the constituency. We shared deeply and personally during those days and across the boundaries of race and culture and together with his wife, Barbara, we forged an enduring friendship. Hubert Brown, a very gifted fellow African-American student and dear friend whose many conversations with me helped clarify how the African-American and the Anabaptist narrative had some things in common. We were a part of a group that worked to get a black studies program on the Goshen College campus, but we were not successful. Hubert would later write a book titled Black and Mennonite. Dwayne Kaufman was my academic advisor and, uh, and my degree was in psychology. Dwayne worked with me, he believed in me and saw my strengths no matter what weaknesses I had. Norman Kaufman and Russ Lichty gave me my first professional position at the college in student life. I learned a great deal from both of them. Getting to know them professionally and personally was instructive in so many ways. Their affirmation of me gave me the psychological boost to enter the professional world with some degree of confidence. Drama and speech professor Roy Umbo encouraged me as well and I was a part of some of the dramatic productions he directed. I was taken in by his sincerity, compassion, and human warmth. Mary Oyer unknowingly gave me a psychological boost when she embraced African art and culture. 
she dared to move outside of the confines of a Western worldview and found her treasure store in African culture. As African-American students, we were validated as she spoke of her East African experiences, sang their songs, played their instruments. She was a forerunner in helping all of us see that there are many cultural artistic expressions and that we are enriched and changed when we explore them. When preparing for these remarks, I wondered if the African arts course that she taught was still being offered. Mary Eleanor Bender, my French teacher who taught me French, but who taught me so much more about life. I experienced her as a deep thinker, always taking us beyond the surface of things and often into the philosophical. The depth of her understanding of life took me to new levels of understanding of myself as a sojourner on this earth. Atli Beachy, whose many conversations with me were so affirming and whose legacy continues to influence others around the world, his commitment to peace and, and justice together with his gentle spirit and the strength of that gentle, uh, that gentle spirit greatly influenced me. It was he who later in my life encouraged me to sing for peace. Ori Miller, for whom Miller Hall is named, referred to Attlee as the best example of an Anabaptist that he knew. Today, Grandma Catherine and my grandfather Henry Smith would be proud. They would have a sense that justice was done and victory won. And in this moment, I represent them. They would remind us all that we can't stop working for justice, for peace, and for freedom. Despite where we have come, we still have much more work to do. Martin Luther King said it well when he stated, injustice anywhere is a threat to justice everywhere. Finally, I would be remiss if I did not give a word of thanks to Heston College, whose creative imagination enticed me from Seattle and the University of Washington to Heston to represent the college around the church, in schools, and in the classroom. From there, I have been able to develop my work for peace and justice traveling around the world. My heartfelt thanks to the Alumni Board for bestowing this honor on me. Goshen College has made an indelible impact on my life. May Goshen College continue the sacred work of preparing responsible citizens for service to humanity. And may it continue to promote healing in the world, piece by piece.
Honestly, nobody should have to follow that. <laughs> Thank you, Tony. Thank you for, to all of our award recipients this weekend. I want to invite all of you to stop by the Fellowship Hall for reception, to visit, say hello to our guests, grab a cookie, students, if you have to go on to class, and to remind you that Agnes Shank will be a speaker at our breakfast tomorrow, and the reception for the Champions of Character on Saturday afternoon. Thank you so much, and enjoy your weekend. Oh, I apologize. I am so sorry. We're going to sing the alma mater. It's more important than that. And Bev, chair of the music department, will leave it. I just thought there might be some disappointment if we didn't do that. <laughs> we'll begin with verse 1.